This is part one of the two part episode. everyone welcome to hairpins and streets with baba and queen hello guys guess who's in a good mood guess who feels like the sun is finally shining in her life <sighs> as a shower fan all i can say is a podium is a podium a win is a win <laughs> a win is a win Woo! queen <laughs> <laughs> welcome to uh our first race recap in a while. In um, a month. Yeah. During that time, we've released about five TikToks. Have you watched? <laughs> <laughs> five pick. Just five? Single five. More than that. Yeah, I think actually. it's more than that. So, But like it's good you know for what people do, you who know? are millennials, you know? We are very yeah. proactive. And we it, gave, there's, there's one about Morocco as well. Exactly, we gave examples Morocco, so. of what you can do during a spring break, you know? Yeah, if you haven't seen it, you know what to do. Check Go it out. check it out. So it was a beautiful race weekend. Um, we had a new... Beautiful is a stretch. No, I'm not talking about the feeling. I'm talking about the fact that it's back, not the yeah. actual yeah, yeah, race. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we had a beautiful race weekend. We had Friday, no, Saturday, it Sunday. was just beautiful to be back, back racing. Yes, it was. <laughs> but, you know, let's, let's just... We are, we are going to touch on very different parts and walk you guys through, like, the new sprint weekend format as well because i don't think we were able to touch on it no we didn't um, no actually the decision just came out on tuesday on, yeah so, so that we, was after we, missed we recorded it. yeah um so let's start from there yes we had heard news about um dominically going in for talking about making racing more exciting um i don't i'm not personally as a person i'm not sure what he means by making it more exciting um, I, I feel like we've been having fun, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the race before this race was very exciting. So, um, yeah, I don't know what exactly he means for, you know, making things exciting for fans. But No, I mean, this... I know what he means because on Saturday, sprints, um, the actual sprint races, it is said that most drivers don't want to take risks just because it's going to impact their starting grid for Sunday as well. Mm. So then they were not, they were all not taking unnecessary risks because it wasn't worth it, right? So what they wanted to do, in fact, let's just walk you through the new format so that it makes sense. So for this new format, there's go, there's quali on the actual quali for the race that sets the grid on Sunday on Main Friday. Race so all of us were actually at work. I can't say, I can't confirm or deny how I knew the results. <laughs> <laughs> but on Friday, we had one practice session earlier in the day, around 10. And then we had the qualifying session to set the grid on Sunday around, I think, 2. Mm-hmm. It was around 2. Yeah. There were lots of red flags because I know for a fact it took more than one hour, which wasn't <laughs> ideal. Yes. <laughs> but yes, so that's, that's what happened, right? And then... For Saturday, we now had something called a sprint shootout, which was a 
essentially a different qualifying session in the morning that was just setting the grid for the sprint race itself on the Saturday. So it just meant that whatever position you got for the sprint shootouts was what you were going to use for the sprint race. And it's not, it wasn't going to affect your Sunday starting position. So it was supposed to inspire fearlessness, bravery, and risk-taking. And I found it very interesting, just going back to your points on what Dominicali might have been thinking, because I think the, the um, sprinting is the Austria... It was exciting. Like maybe wait. Baku was just not the track for this. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. We have others. Fortunately, up, so we'll or unfortunately, we still have five more, right? Because it's yeah, six we have this five year. More. So if they are all going to be snooze fest like this, oops. Because people were being, even though some people were being a, a lot more conservative. Others were being reckless during sprints. It didn't really matter. Baby dragon. <laughs> I'm not even talking about the sprints, but we'll talk about this because I don't think we've mentioned on the pod, but there's someone we call baby dragon because he's a baby dragon. <laughs> he, he just does, hatched. He, he, he spits fire. He's small, small. Yes, yeah, small, small. You see? It's when, you watch when he's breathing, he's Game sparkling. of Thrones. Like, his egg, it just hatched and he's coming out and he's wiggling his tail and then you just release small fire. And you <laughs> baby dragon. That's baby dragon. Guess who baby dragon is? <laughs> if, you, if you follow this weekend, then you know who baby dragon is. But before we go back to that, um, to Barbara's point, that was sprint shootout. Then we have the, the sprint, the sprint itself. Which was yes. 17 laps. Oh, we forgot to mention that for the spin shootout, there's a specific oh, set yes. of tires for each of the um, sessions. Or, yeah, that's what yeah. we would call them, right? Sessions. Mm. So I think the first two sessions were mediums. Yes. And then, and then the, the final, final one was mandatory soft. softs. New set of. So if you do not have softs, then you do not participate in Q3. Which is interesting. Yes, because. SQ3, I should say. So sprints yes. quality. Exactly. And I mean, we can go a bit into it because, or should we talk about the qualifying grid for the main day just to be chronological or like, how do we you do see this? see how confusing this is. Okay. We so let's, just let's talk, talk about the sprint shootout. Yes. Let's yes. talk about so, the sprint so, everything. So SQ3, SQ2, SQ1, um, it was, I think it was nice. It wasn't too different from the qualifying positions for the main race, like literally Shao was on pole for both of them. Mm-hmm. The two Red Bulls, like even though they swapped, it was still essentially the same grid, sort of. So there wasn't anything too different about it. Um, the only thing was Lando managed to get into SQ1, which was like the final session, but he didn't have a new set of fresh tires, so he didn't participate, yeah. right? Um, Logan Sargent was also blaming Ferrari, the Ferraris for crashing into one of these teams. So he was also withdrawn from... He made it to Q2, which is good. But unfortunately, he couldn't participate in the main... He did not have a car. He didn't, yeah. Maybe you don't have a house. (laughs) You don't have a car. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. And then Shao put it on pole. But of course, he had to crash. I am stupid. (laughs) And um, Gasly also did not... Finish Gasly just had a terrible had a weekend. Yeah. So he had a leak for, was it qualifying? The SQ1. Day, no, so the day before, the day before he, his car caught, caught fire, fire in, in practice. Yes. yes. 
And then he had an issue in um He didn't Kali. have an issue, he went to crash. He crashed in Kali. <laughs> so he and then in Kali. he had a leak in SQ one as well. Yes. So it was just like a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. So okay, I wouldn't even say a ripple effect. So the first time it was literally there was a problem with the car full stop they fixed then the they car fixed in it. two we, hours exactly we didn't think he was going to make it now you you've made these mechanics suffer they've given you the car go and drive it and come you've gone to crash it so, so, we, so, so crash here yeah. <laughs> today i'm taking over this job. <laughs> so he crashed the car and they had to struggle and fix it again right so by the by there the time he this, came out, there, there was, was just, this mechanic. He couldn't believe this. <laughs> he was a meme. He was, it was a memeable <laughs> moment. So yeah, that was it, it. Was just a bad ripple effect. So he couldn't participate in the sprint race because I think immediately he started. He just developed the league. He went to in park his the car. Exhaust affecting yeah. his energy recovery. Yes. Yeah, so he just went to park the car, and then Ocon also had to start from the pit lane for both the sprint shootouts. And the main race because the the car was in park Fermi, but they had to make changes to the car. So I think he and someone else was it Yuki. There were two yeah, drivers. Yeah, I think it was that, Yuki that Yuki started. also started from the pit lane. Oh, then this was a lovely race for Yuki. Yuki yeah. Oh my God! Wow. Wait, no. Let's confirm. But I really do think Yuki also started from it, it, the pit lane. I yeah, saw I thought the, it was Yuki. I saw the notification. Oh, that was an amazing yeah, race. That, I think it was Yuki. How did they go under the radar like that? Like, I was just very happy for him when I realized that um, Ocon going into the pits at the last minute brought him yeah. into the points. But I just forgot. So he would have finished well. That's amazing. Wow, Yuki. Yuki is having team a... leader. Yes. <laughs> he is the real team leader. Wow. And Yuki is having an... I wouldn't say Adam, but he's having a great season, right? As compared yes. to DeVries, who we'll talk about no, later. Not just because DeVries, we, but like... It was the expectation as well. Because yes. we really expected them to be at par. And let's talk, let's just keep, talk about it. Let's talk about yeah. Alpha Tauri, right? The car, I wouldn't say has been the best. No, even France does not say it has been the best. <laughs> oh, speaking of France, I feel like we are jumping a lot, right? But since we've mentioned his name, he is set to retire. Take, retire, take another position as a consultant mm-hmm. and he's going to be replaced by Laurent Mekis who of is Ferrari of, fame. of Ferrari fame assistant team principal currently mm. to Fred Vasseur. I don't know what I want mm. to say about this. I just feel like time is going to tell. Yeah, so as let's, to, not, let's not say yeah, Maybe he will surprise us. Yes, let's be surprised. But Unless the environment in Ferrari was what was strangling his brilliance. (laughs) (laughs) Shrinking it. (laughs) I know. I really, I really don't know why he was the option. I don't know. Were there other people that could have I I just feel like it's all out of the blue at this point. I I don't know. Maybe there really weren't other people. At the same time, right, we also have news that um some senior aerodynamicist in Red Bull is going to be joining Ferrari in 2024 alongside someone else. Um, I've forgotten his name, but two really key people from the Red Bull team are set to join Ferrari, which I think is a testament to what Vasseur is trying to do. Like, we are finally stepping out of this Italian-only box and bringing in key expertise that Ferrari needs to move forward. I mean, to think that they've done so well when they've sort of 
closeted or no let's say restricted themselves to one set one talent pool of italians when there's just so much more out there that they could have been going for and they've been able to build a car like this now if they expand to include more expertise Mm. diversity Diversity is the way to go like everybody learns this but apparently ferrari is now trying to give it a shot so let's see how that goes but like i feel there's hope and even to think how poor the car started at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And then they just used this one-month break and they are back to at least being like the best car over one, one lap. lap. I mean, I don't want to throw stones or point fingers, but it's given effectiveness. Mm. So I'm going to bring you back. Bring me back. To Alpha Tauri. Alpha Tauri. DeVries. You know how Shimoda. all roads point to Ferrari for me. No matter where we start, we we'll end. There. I don't know how you ended up there, but it was a see. It was a great speech. I loved it. Rousing I, speech. I love the analysis. So kudos. Thank Let's you. Let's see how how effective. I I feel like you are right. Vasse has been giving us really good yeah. shots. And I like the energy he brings yes. on board. He's just a menace. Um, like a good menace. You see him and he has like this strict face yeah. and you but think he's he doesn't really have... he's a nice goofy guy. Yeah. He just Great fits right into humor. our family. Yes. Personally. <laughs> <laughs> so back to Davies and Chinoda. Yeah. I think during... When we, we've we had, you know, our off-season talks, we've spoken about... We've compared them... We expected more from DeVries. Like, everyone did expect more because he has a lot more experience. But I think that it was, goes to, sh- yeah. to show that just because you have experience in one field yeah. of driving or in one racing doesn't mean that it translates over into all the other levels. Do you have get? we actually considered the fact that this might be his problem? The fact that he's experienced so many out, so many other it like environments and types of cars, it has rather like influenced his influenced his expectation yeah. and you know his need to prove himself. Yeah, and I feel like he's getting into his head at yeah. this point. He's overthinking. He's maybe. overthinking it. Like so, he got his shots in Monza. Brilliant drive. It was in a Williams. So everyone is thinking the Alpha Tari is. Well, it was supposed to be. Yeah, it was the better car last season, right? And now this season, the Williams is actually really... It's like, it's up there, surprisingly. It's making it consistently into Q3 or at the very least Q2. Like, Albon is doing wonders with that car. And you can tell they have straight line speed. And it's... Yeah. So, the Alfa Tari is not a good car per se. But Yuki is working the car. It's like... He's gotten this confidence that I need to prove that I'm team leader. I need to yeah. prove that the faith they've had in me and I was the rookie, I was the rookie. Now it's no more. Yeah. Like, I need to step up. And, and he, he, he up. came in, you know, he came in knowing that people had doubts that he needs to prove all these things. He hit it once, it worked, and the confidence just keeps building. Yes. And honestly, if I were him, it it will also help me that so Nick is failing. We've had four races, right? Yeah. If I remember correctly, he was on track to be 
11th to, to be the most consistent person outside the yes. points. So he was 11th, 11th the 11th, first two yeah. races. And he finally started making it into the points. Like yeah. the last race, was he 9th or 10th? He was either, yeah, he was one of them. Yes, that. but he made it into the points. This race, he, he made was it 10th. into the yeah. points. In an Alpha Tauri where his teammates hasn't made it outside of like last. Q3. Yeah, not even Q3, like last. Like yeah, like he's just always been last, cast, last, last, last. Or he doesn't finish yeah. the race. He didn't finish the race. He just keeps crashing and he's he's just not there. He's not Does there. Does Formula E race in Baku? It I might don't just know, be but that he's not they familiar didn't mention, with No, it. he's actually, he has, he has experience on the track as oh, well. No. It was mentioned that he, he has experience in Baku. But like when Formula Two? How many years ago I, I'm was I'm not it? sure if it's like, F two or is F E, um. But it was mentioned. Like, but that's the thing, right? It's not that he's a stranger to the track, so it's very difficult. Yeah, even if it's even years Logan, ago, Logan Sargent, yes, he crashed yeah, it, but he made it into yeah, two. Yeah, even if it was years ago, you know the track. And you are studying it before you go as well. You've been on the track. It's the same track. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's not the same car. It's not the same circumstances. Maybe he's one of those people where he needs... I can't even say he I needs more that, warm-up time. I feel like there's... Monza, he literally just jumped yeah, into the car. I feel like there's a lot... There might be a lot happening in Alpha Tauri that we yes, also don't know about. Yeah, yeah, because pressure. it flies... It goes under the radar. Yeah. yeah, we don't really it's, hear it's things going on there. Toxic, the fact yeah, that and it's Helmut Marcus team. So yes. I don't fact, expect I mean, much. The fact that Tos can come and do his engineers under yeah, the bus. Under the bus. What's like, going we on behind hear Little doors. little things, but we are also concentrating on like a lot of other nine other teams. So there are some things that we don't hear about. There are some things that reporters don't cover that we. I feel like there's something happening there because this is not normal. I no, and I honestly think there's some sort of pressure going on, and he's one of those people that overthinks, and he's just got mm. into his head at this point. And I also think he might actually take a longer time to adapt to situations because just because you know he didn't win Formula Two his first try, right? Yeah. So if it took him one whole season, I think was it one or two before he finally won. If I'm it takes sure him that many... long to yeah. really get to terms... It's giving Daniel Ricardo. No, Daniel used to be... Mm, no, no, no. Okay, no. Daniel I... Ricardo in new settings. No. Okay, re... as at the no, last part for, of the latter part okay, of his... for McLaren, his, yes. Yeah, his career. Renault, it took him some time as well. He struggled a bit, but so, he got it. I, I'm going to give him some time, but I don't think... I, personally, I'm giving him the time and the grace but i don't think he has the time yes the team he's yeah. in is not known for being gracious i don't know and he's just on oh, a very man. bad trajectory and if he doesn't snap out of it it's just going to continue so yeah all the best nick like your story was so inspiring to all of us and it's really sad to see what a tough start to your season it has been like if you can turn it around if you listen <laughs> to us, please do. I mean, I'll it, send you the link. <laughs> it means it sounds like we are also giving you pressure. We are not like we no, actually we are here the for best you. For we you we are sending hugs. This, yeah, this should be a better story, right? Yeah, it needs to have a better ending. Um, I know I say that like life isn't fair, life is very unfair, but 
this shouldn't end that way. Yeah. Don't worry. We hopefully, you see, this is a thing, right? Our issue is we don't know if you have 20 more races to prove yourself given the team you are in. And there are so many junior drivers in Red Bull who are literally doing the most in other series and waiting to hop into that car. So, all the best, really. Like, it's a very high-pressured environment. So, I mean, anyway. Um, Moving on. Yeah, so let's move on to... Let's touch on Max and George. George. Princess George. (laughs) For the the shootouts. Or the actual sprint. It was the actual sprint. Yeah, the actual sprint. So, I mean, the sprint was normal. Like, we knew Red Bull was was going to... Yeah, Red Bull was going to pass Charles anyway, even though he was on pole. He said that, like, he wasn't expecting much because everyone knows that the Ferrari, when it comes to race speed, is just not there yet. And the Red Bull is... So he tried. He, he tried his best, but you know when those DRS wings open, when Red Bull really gives, gives you wings. wings. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like the two Red Bulls overtook him, and there was nothing he could do but try to hang on and just make sure that he finished where he could. Um, yeah, um, the the rest of the field. I mean, what can I say? It wasn't anything that stuck into our minds apart Honestly, from Honestly, it the, was not an exciting sprint. It was so I don't know what they're trying to prove. Me, I'm going to give the next sprint a chance, but sprint one, it was it, a no for me. It was me. Mm. Like, it was me. But something nice did happen. Well, we had two divas. Two divas just, you know, snapping it was, fingers. It was the Dutchies versus the British. So the we, British. we had British ego versus Dutch pride. <laughs> the pride of lions. <laughs> <laughs> or, or should I say the pride of a lion and a baby dragon? <laughs> a baby dragon, yes. So the baby dragon. Baby dragon is George Russell. If you didn't we, catch our drift. We just feel like. He spits a lot of fire. You know, he's, when he's going on his runs and when he brings out the rule book and he starts quoting. He's so and when proper. He's, like, like, he says stuff, eh, but people don't realize what he said because he's proper. <laughs> like, he, he literally said, he said the, I think the F word and followed it with, oh, sugar. <laughs> so, <laughs> so everyone was like, oh, he was trying not to swear. Anything. But we all forgot mm-hmm. that. He finished swearing before he said, oh, oh sugar. sugar. Like, it's things like that. People just, See the better side of George, I it's guess. The elegance. Ah well, it's anyway. so elegance. So he pulled a move on Max Verstappen in the sprint. During the sprint, and Max was furious to say the least. And after the race, he approached George. Max said that he did not get, leave space. Yes, you know Max and his space. He needs all the space in the world. My my issue with Max is he's. I'm a petty person, so if I say that he's also petty, I don't even know what to like. It, it's so unnecessary. You, yeah, he's. You think he squeezed you? You could have also backed out of the move. Everybody no, has. It was everybody his corner. Has, it was no. He, it was George's corner. George was the one at the apex. Max, he was supposed to be there. <laughs> Max is it's, never wrong. It was Max's corner. Exactly. He was supposed to be there. George should have backed off. Also, he showed George how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> he said it on the radio. 
That is how it's done, boy. Learn oh from me, God. the two-time champion. You didn't say that part. I'm, t- I'm saying it's for him. Listen, so, listen. I, I, Max, why? <laughs> Max, sometimes I try to defend you, but some of these things, they are very unnecessary. It gives too much entitlement. Right? And that's not where the problem was. So, guys, don't get us wrong. We are not even... It's not the problem wasn't the the um the the scaffold on track. It was after. Yes, we've gone attitude. through all this. Max, you got your position back. You've gone through. You were P three. Everything is fine. I mean, there was a hole in your car. <laughs> Ketsy baby dragon, <laughs> but uh, you passed him. But then he felt the need to keep dragging this matter on and that why didn't you give me the space? And then he called him a D-I-C-K-H <laughs> on international TV. Family-friendly international <laughs> TV. Do, do you know what was funny about that whole part of the He said he interaction. Say you, you see. <laughs> it was the fact that Shao was just there minding his own business. Raised his head and winged that Max and my gave him high five. I'm like... <laughs> You're always around. He's totally unconcerned. It's not his business. So it's really not his business. So yeah, but Max did say that yeah, she would do the same thing to him. No, yeah. So and it just kept going on and on. Yeah. Interview upon interview. He called him Princess George. George, George was so called. Said I'm just not going to give you space just because you think you are the leader of the season or what. It was just. Going on and on, on for and both on. of them. He said two, that George they said that he expected people. He, he expected him to come and say a great that battle. Was, I mean, I mean <laughs> he put a hole in the guy's car. He should come and say a great battle. Uh, that was, uh, I, I mean, that's that abuse. <laughs> <laughs> he made my French come because, ah, uh-huh, how can you see that? That was the highlight of the sprint. Seriously. <laughs> that was it. That was really it. Um, so people took away points who could take away points. Um, mm-hmm. Albon mentioned that he didn't really see the need for the sprint race because when you look at the top eight cars that took away points, they were the top constructors. Like, so was why should the other teams risk it? Like, mm. what's the point for us when we know that we are not even going to make points in this anyway? Yeah. So yeah, obviously Max has also been very vocal about how he doesn't like these new formats, the sprint formats, might have also affected his mentality going into it, which is why he didn't win and all this. Was Shaw second? Yeah. He in was the second sprint. in the... Oh, lovely. Yeah, he was second <laughs> in the sprint. I thought both Red Bulls passed, like just because no. that's the expectation, right? Um, yeah, so he was second in the sprint. Um, now raise the... What can we say about the race? Another snooze fest. Yeah, it was not the it, honestly it was not exciting. There was just the red flag from Devries that caused a safety car. And oh yeah, let's mention the fact that Checo, the king of the streets, won. Yes. Um it was king a very, of the streets. Very, very good race from him. He kept Verstappen at bay. Um People want to say he was lucky, but I think it was a no. combination of luck and skill, like just timing, which is normal. It happens to, to everyone. Like yes, it was luck and skill. So the like safety, always. the safety car um, came out a bit late, and Verstappen was passing by the P 
pit lane entry around the same time he got the call to come in first because they couldn't call both of them they were just too close together for both of them to be called in right the difference is if the safety car had come out earlier Verstappen would have had the advantage which was what everyone was saying that oh Verstappen has the advantage blah blah and then they realized that no now the rest of the field was going to ha- like have to slow down behind behind the safety car. Mm-hmm. Checo was going round one more time and entering at the ideal time. So mm-hmm. the first four cars all got four to five cars all got free pit stops. Like let's say they lost about only eleven seconds. And um unfortunately for Verstappen, it was bad timing for him. So Perez still came out ahead of him. And yeah, like what I didn't like about it was True that um, Checo came out, but Verstappen was able to catch him. And there was all this noise about, you know, the balance wasn't the best for him. He was having problems with his rear tires. A bad workman always quarrels with his tools. Like, let's Checo, just give let's Checo, give Checo what yes, he's due this time he, around. He's the king of the streets for a reason. He knows how to look after his tires. He knows how to... You you gave him pressure. Yes, you were like two, three seconds at a point behind him. But you were... It was very obvious that you wanted the win. And he hits the, you know, wall at certain... Ten, I think it was 10, 15. But all in all, he kept it together and kept you behind him. And you could have easily also overtaken him. It, it's... I just don't like the it's narratives. Giving excuses. That, like, no, no, why are him. we? Why are we trying to placate him in a way because he is? He, what? Who is he? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, well, he's reigning champion. That's who he is. No, that's that's not my point. That's not my point, right? I just think it was very wrong of the whole team, especially Christian Horner, to come and almost sort of apologized to him about yeah. the safety car and called Checo lucky. Yeah. When Checo kept him behind, like you bo- both of you are in the same car, you had every opportunity to more than match him and, you know, take over and take the lead. And you didn't. So why can't you just say, oh, that was, that was good for Checo. Like it's a good result for the team, full stop. Not... Checo was lucky you were having issues with the car blah 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 like that's so unfair to Checo's ability like yeah we know that Checo is not always consistent but he deserved the win today yes he deserved it let's not get this wrong and I don't I don't get like the kind of environment that doesn't praise him yeah like very toxic because like if i go back and i listen to the interviews and i listen to like my team principal sort of i hope he doesn't listen he has to i mean he will hear it and that's the worst part right people will literally ask him the journalists who have heard they will be like oh this is what hona said what do you think about it what what are your thoughts Mm. it's very unfair it's very very unfair anyways congrats to Checo on this win um I'm just going to run through like the the standings at this point because we have something spicy there. Um, Checo's win has put him closer to Verstappen. I think he's now six points six away. Six points away. Um, Verstappen is leading with 93 points, followed by Checo with 87. Um, Alonso at 60, Hamilton at 48, Sainz at 34, Leclerc at 28, Russell at 28, Stroll at 27, Norris at 10, and Ilkenberg at 6. 
and um, then a lot of like four or five drivers are four points <laughs> bunched up um so let's talk a bit about alonzo and stroll the aston martins today yes um they had very good race pace alonzo had very good race pace and he was giving leclerc around for his money at the end but i was yeah. like can you please give leclerc the podium please we've we struggled beg. enough daddy we beg <laughs> daddy alonzo but there's like this sort of i, I can't even call it bromance, bromance. it's, it's not a bromance it's a hood. <laughs> adoption <laughs> so, so at a point um alonzo was taking care of of his tires and had given i think he was behind sense at that point mm-hmm. and he had given sense like space and lance goes on the radio and it's like tell alonzo i'm not going to try and overtake him like he's free to keep pushing because he's also on the same strategy like he's also trying to save his tires for later and it was really nice and later on alonzo gave uh, some advice, <laughs> advice about his break break balance. Balance. <laughs> As to whether or not it helped Lance, we but do not he, know. He said tell Lance and then went on. I, I can't remember what exactly he said, but it was about his brake balance and then Lance made a mistake. <laughs> Lance went off. <laughs> but it's like, I gave you I gave you an option, you know, if you don't know how to deal with it. Like, that's not my problem. But it was just nice doing the tell Fernando, tell Lance thing that you were doing. It was yeah. just really cute. And um, it's really nice to see Alonso being a team player. Yeah. And, you know, it's very interesting now because you get to see the Ferraris and the Aston Martins together and it looks like the Aston Martins have the upper hand. Yes. Maybe it was on this track. I don't I don't even think it's a track thing. I think the only way they can keep the Aston Martins behind us to always um, qualify ahead, ahead of them. Mm. Once they're ahead of them it's it that would be a problem be for Carlos Sainz Jr. Carlos struggled. It wasn't his he was spinning, he kept going off the track. He did call the this a damage control weekend. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know, he's in his head. Mm. Again, the reason could possibly be because um Vasseur gave an interview where he, he said Shao wants to win. Actually, let's address the rumors first. So there was a lot going on um in Ferrari. First of all, Mekis was leaving, leaving, so it became official that He's about to leave the team. And then secondly, everyone kept saying that Charles is having talks with Mercedes. And Charles had to keep reiterating his love and passion for Ferrari. Even though I do not agree. Because he needs to be savage and demand more from the team. His loyalty shouldn't be blind loyalty. But anyway, that's just by the way. Um, So it was just a very tough, you know, sort of rumor mill going on around Ferrari going into the weekend. Um, Vasset had an interview where he said, Shao wants to win the championship with Ferrari and I want to win it with him too. And, and, and add Carlos. Like, it was, it was, it was very, it was very, uh, we, oh want, we also want to win the championship with Shao and keep driving with Carlos. It's like, the person, the priority is Shao. And he has, he has been very, vocal about trying to build the team around Shao. He said all the top teams have built their teams around one, one driver, driver and they are going to do the same yeah. thing. Okay. And this is also following the whole Santander sponsorship drama and how Which internal, we the, in, yeah, the internal politics keep trying to push Carlos into a more favorable position mm. 
in the team, but like the talents that they need to keep in their team is not Carlos. It's not Carlos. They are not hey. afraid of losing Carlos. Maybe they are afraid of losing the sponsorship, but they are not afraid of losing Carlos. Shaul is the one that needs to be kept happy. And it's the fact that they've taken him for granted for so long and this guy is still loyal to them. It's amazing to me. But at least Vasey is giving us the... He, I don't know. He's just showing that he appreciates Shaul and... That's what we need. Like, mm-hmm. at the very least, that's what we need. So, if I was Carlos, I would be trying to prove that I'm a worthy member of the team. Yeah. Obviously, the Spanish press also released, like, articles saying that Carlos is the more valuable member of the team because he's a hard worker, blah, blah, And Cool story. Cool story, bro. You're hard working, but it's not it. It's not enough, right? I, I get it. I love that you work hard. It's a lovely work ethic. Shao works hard too. And he just has the extra, you know, je ne sais quoi. And it is what it is. And because science is such an overthinker, this weekend he got into his own head. It's like he, he was striving to be hardworking and prove himself that he forgot how to drive. Like, mm. he was overthinking things that should come naturally. So, I mean, it's unfortunate, but, yeah, that was a very bad weekend for science. He's been lucky so far, so he's still ahead of um, Shao in the driver's standings. But if things keep going... Yeah, there's a long way to go. A really to, long way to go. According so. to talents, <laughs> we all know who's supposed to finish up ahead, right? Um... Anyway, so today's race, I just want to run through quickly mm. um, the grid, how we how it ended up. So we had Checo in first position, followed by Verstappen, two seconds behind. Leclerc was a whooping 21 seconds from the leader or from Max. I think when it was from the leader, from, right? It should be he from, finished the, from leader. the leader, 21 yeah. seconds. Like, that's 17, a massive, it was 17. Massive, massive gap. Whatever these people have done to their DRS. Red Bull <laughs> gives you wings. Um, Alonso finished right behind him. I think he finished six tenths of him. And followed by Sainz, who kept Hamilton at bay. So Hamilton had almost the opportunity to pass Sainz, but he just didn't have enough power to pass him because Sainz was just stronger on the corners. Like yeah. the Ferrari is really good on the corners. Yeah, but Mercedes didn't have a lot of power this weekend. Yes, I think Baby Dragon. Power. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Dragon needs to practice spitting fire <laughs> into the engines or something because they didn't have power. Yeah. Um, Show finished seventh behind Hamilton, Russell in eighth. Then we had Norris, who was stuck for the longest time behind Ocon. There was just this train. train. It was amazing because. First off, I was so confused. I remember watching the race and I'm like, how is Ocon ninth? Because Ocon started in the pit lane, if you guys remember. Gasly, was, he just couldn't qualify ahead of 18th or so, but he was still um, ahead of Ocon, right? So I'm like, I see Gasly still languishing in 18th, 17th. How is Ocon up there? Was there a factor of safety car? Like, what's going on? Then I realized that um, Gasly pitted like twice and as at the 51st lap Ocon was now pitting so he went the whole stretch on the same hard tires and he had the option because he was starting from the back so he started on the hard tires and just carried it through now what happened during the race was there were mm-hmm. two cars who used this strategy 
Okon and Hugh Kimbeg were both on hard ties and held up their field the whole time. This is part one of a two-part episode. Bye!